Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.
became commonly held, that the bunyip was an unknown animal that awaited discovery. Unfamiliar with the sights and sounds of the island continent's peculiar fauna, early Europeans believed that the bunyip described to them was one more strange Australian animal, and they sometimes attributed unfamiliar animal calls or cries to it. suggested that 19th century Bunyip law was reinforced by imported European folklore, such as that of the Irish Pukar. A large number of Bunyip sightings occurred during the 1840s and 1850s, particularly in the southeastern colonies of Victoria, New South Wales, and South Australia, as European settlers extended their reach. The following is not an exhaustive list of accounts.
1818, one of the earliest accounts relating to a large unknown freshwater animal was in 1818, when Hamilton Hume and James Meehan found some large bones at Lake Bathurst in New South Wales. They did not call the animal a bunyip, but described the remains indicating the creature was very much like a hippopotamus or manatee. The Philosophical Society of Australasia later offered to reimburse Hume for any costs incurred in recovering a specimen of the unknown animal. But for various reasons, Hume did not return to the lake. Ancient Diprotodon skeletons have sometimes been compared to the hippopotamus. They are a land animal, but have sometimes been found in a lake or watercourse. as the gigantic marsupials, Nototherium and Diprotodon. At the same time, 
some settlers observed that all natives throughout these districts have a tradition of a very large animal having at one time existed in the large creeks and rivers, and by many it is said that such animals now exist.
guided by this description of the creature. The Bunyip then is represented as uniting the characteristics of a bird and an alligator. It has a head resembling an emu with a long bill, at the extremity of which is a transverse projection on each side with serrated edges like the bone of a stingray. Its body and legs partake of the nature of an alligator. The hind legs are remarkably thick and strong, and the forelegs are much longer, but still of great strength. The extremities are furnished with long claws, but the blacks say it is usual method of killing its prey is by hugging it to death. When in the water it swims like a frog, and when on shore it walks on its hind legs with its head erect, in which position it measures twelve or thirteen feet in height.
bid you good night, dear listener. Please remember that sleep is a natural part of life and not something that we must force to happen, merely something we allow to happen. So listen on and sleep well as I wish you only the sweetest of dreams.
Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast.